Hello everyone. Um, welcome to our second episode. And if you're coming into our second episode, we really appreciate it because it means you watched our first episodes too. <laughs> and you thought it was interesting enough or intriguing enough to come back for a second bite, a second taste. We are currently on low steps, but not really. At Columbia University. Yes, at Columbia University in the city of New York. But we are like on a side step. Yeah. Because Andy has a little bit of podcast anxiety. Well, I also feel like I don't want to be a, a cringe, like, idiot sitting next to people and be like, hey guys. Do you think people, I think people will, like, appreciate it. Won't, won't so? they? Yeah, people will be like, oh, that's, maybe I'm just, like, maybe. projecting. But I think people well, will be like, well, that's pretty cool. Let the audience know that today we have a, we have a different setup. We have a mic and a whole big 15-inch laptop. I hope this works. I, I'm I not sure. Well, I mean, I see lines being written on your laptop, so I yeah. think that's, that's a good sign. That's probably going to be all right. Yeah. Well, let's get into the, the meat of what our podcast is, <laughs> the whole shtick, right? Yeah. Today we have a Chateau Diana Winery uh, Merlot, which is the wine product. <laughs> it's not a wine. It's not an actual... I, I, you, whenever they say wine product, it means they're legally not allowed to call it wine. Is it because it's that bad? It, no, 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 no. It's okay. You know how, like, oat milk cannot yeah. be referred to as milk? If you look, go to the store, go to Trader Joe's, yeah. it's always oat beverage or milk-like beverage or something like that. Because oat <laughs> milk is technically not close enough to milk to be called milk. It's called oat milk-like beverage? Get the fuck out of go here. Go to Trader Joe's, <laughs> it's called oat beverage. Okay. You have to pick up oat beverage. Mm. But anyway, today we have a wine product. Alcohol by volume 6%. So it's okay. like we're, 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 being, we're exercising a little restraint. A little re- yeah, a little restraint. Uh, well, let's, let's crack it open. Yeah. Ooh, that's yeah. that should be crispy on audio. That's the uh, that's the screw cap <laughs> of this of our of our wine oh, beverage. Okay, I mean you can tell by how sort of bad it promises to be by the fact that there's no cork, and there's that no was cork. a screw cap. A blue screw cap. <laughs> it tastes like um, it tastes like you. Okay, okay, this is exactly. What, I know exactly what it tastes like. Okay. So imagine you're you're you have a homework assignment from class. You're in middle school. You don't really understand how your printer works, but you print something on your family printer, like a homework assignment or something, and it prints out, and it's running out of ink, so the printout is like half complete, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> There's like streaks of like white lines yeah, in it. Yeah. It's super faint. Mm. That's exactly what that is. And you're like, Dad, we're running out of ink. We're running out of ink. He's like, damn, why didn't you tell me this yesterday? Yeah. Your homework assignment was assigned a week ago. Yes. And you're like, sorry, Dad, I need to get it done tonight. He's yeah. like, damn it. Okay, let's drive to the office. Have you ever been on a like a really late like Staples or Office Depot run? All the time. Yeah, where you have to just have to get that specific kind of ink. <laughs> or like a a trifoil. This is actually something I'm quite like knowledgeable about. Like the printing? The the act of running out of ink and oh, going oh, to oh. Office Depot and being you like know, fuck. Okay. Several points. Yes, I have, but for trifoil like cutout. For like a science fair, you know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah, yeah. I forgot about yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about those shenanigans S- they make us do in second school. Thing. What do you think is the most expensive liquid by pound or by ounce or whatever? Like in the world? In the world. I think I know this. I think it's like rose extract. Oh, maybe. From what I've heard, it's printer ink. <laughs> okay, well, fuck. fuck. I heard it's All right. printer ink. Because it's what, like $40 a cartridge, and a cartridge has like... A little bit. A tiny bit. Yeah. Maybe a cubic centimeter worth of ink. Not even. Yeah. Okay, what else does this wine taste like? This is like just genuine. It actually just tastes like you got a better wine that's 12% and yeah. watered it down to 6%. That's oh actually exactly what it tastes like. That's 
like I don't know. That's so commendable that you said that because that's exactly what that tastes. That's like, like not even us being stupid. That's no, like no, genuinely no. what it tastes like. That's just an accurate description. Okay, now back to stupid things. <laughs> it kind of tastes like a yellow piece of Manila folded. Yeah, but it's like it's like sun faded. Sun faded. It's old. It's like you look at it and you're like, that's definitely been in somebody's some principal's closet for like years, this Manila decades. Folder is older than I am. Oh my gosh. Also like a like a like a reliable car, but like a Honda Civic, a reliable, an old beater. Mm. However, this specific car breaks down all the time. Yeah. It's one function is to not break down all the time. Yeah, this wine tastes like a Honda Civic that breaks down every time you hit 70 on the freeway. Mm. This tastes like, yeah, this tastes like a dilapidated 2000 Toyota Corolla. I don't remember if I talked to you about this on air or not, but. On air. I'm a big detractor. Well, I mean, I'm a big fan of the concept of wine that is sold at a place that doesn't sell alcohol. Like a bodega. Okay. Bodega wine always looks like it came out of like a 90s cartoon. It's like covered in this like plastic film. It has these like cartoon like designs on them. Or bodega wine is just like... It's just like several bottles on the floor. Oh yeah, yeah, they're just rolling around. And you're just like, well... They're like incredibly dusty because no one's... No one touched the bodega wine. Yeah, it's like mixed with the Gatorades. Oh. It's like Gatorade, Gatorade, wine, Gatorade. You buy it and the like cap is not sealed. Yeah, you're like, what? Dude, this hell? is for sale, you're telling me? <laughs> this isn't just the owner's like like possessions. This is for sale. And now this is something from Morton Williams, uh, a store primarily known for selling expensive sushi. Shitty sushi. Expensive, shitty sushi. Yeah. I, sometimes I'm tempted though. Sometimes I'm like, that kind of... It's like mm. it's like not really expensive for sushi. It's expensive for a late night snack, which is what it's commonly used for. Right? The, the use of Morton Williams sushi oh, is yeah, yeah, late yeah. night snack. I think about the function of foods often. Yeah. Because like... Like halal food is a very specific function. It has a very specific function. Yeah. And also, people always... I had this argument with several people, and I'd like to know your opinion on this, Randy. Yeah. What's your opinion on like high-class dining, but where the portions are super small and it doesn't fill you up? I actually am like super obsessed with this concept. Mm-hmm. Are I you a fan? To... No. I'm a huge fan. <laughs> you fuck with I'm, it? I'm, I'm a, I'm a, yeah, I'm a huge fan. I'd like I will... to hear your reasoning. No, sometimes I like look at them just to like have a little chuckle. Because I looked at, um, sometimes I Google 11 Madison uh, Park. Oh my God. Which is yeah. like the quintessential like small plate. Incredible, yeah. And I saw like one dollop of cream, creme fraiche and then like one singular asparagus. Yeah. I thought that was very funny, and I showed it to all my friends, like, look at, look at this, this is ridiculous. It's funny, but imagine the like, the dedication and creative like effort that the chef, the head chef has put into that single piece of asparagus. <laughs> if it was two pieces of asparagus, he would have had to dilute his attention, and dilute his mastery over food, right. over these two pieces of asparagus, <laughs> and now you're having a lesser experience. Because the right. function of 11 Madison uh, Park like uh, per se, yeah, per se, and you know Thomas Keller's restaurants and stuff like that. The function of it is not to fill you up; it's to give you a unique, high-class experience. Yeah, he really put it. He really fucked that asparagus. Yeah, no, like, and I imagine like when you eat that asparagus with that crumb fresh, quite orgasmic. It will be the best bite you have in your life. Yeah, I'm a huge. Yo, tell me your reasons for being so into it. Cooking, I cook a lot for myself, hmm. and I'm quite involved in the cooking world, like, at least following it. Okay. I don't have the impact. But I'm just yeah, you're 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 not starred yourself. No, no. Okay. 
I would like to on Monday. But Michelin stars are awarded by a wholly French-focused like, committee. Okay. Because for the longest time, fine dining has been monopolized by white people, especially French people. Mm. That's why you see the majority of Michelin stars are French restaurants, mm-hmm. right? Which I think is absolutely foolish. I think it's 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 fine dining is so gate kept, and so like it's hard for anyone that's not doing the same things everyone else to break in. And that's why my favorite chef of all time, David Chang. David Chang. Ah, I beat you to it. I beat you to it. David Chang is such a. First of all, he's Asian. Yeah. His restaurants are all Asian. I'm glad we're bonding over restaurants. No, really, this is great. <laughs> he approaches fine dining with a completely different lens. Mm-hmm. And even so, he's managed to get two Michelin stars mm-hmm. at Co. Yeah. Which I actually had the very I had the pleasure of going to recently. Are you serious? I did go to it. That's so cool. I saved up enough money and I went on a little on a little date night with my girlfriend to Momofuku Co. Mm-hmm. Which is now transformed into an outdoor restaurant because of COVID. Yeah. But uh, I went there and it was it was magical. Yeah. They reduced their tasting menu down to five courses yeah. and reduce the price so we were able to afford it but it was it was it was wonderful and it was like each each dish oh, that's why your venmo uh showed up momofuku yes because we uh, went to momofuku oh Makes sense, i was right? like hmm it's making sense but i was it was the first dish was this like like hand roll kind mm. of thing yeah it was maybe like two three inches long <laughs> And like an inch in diameter, less than an inch in diameter. Not, not very girthy. Not very girthy. Amazing. Yeah. Every bite, like I finished it, and I was, we were like, picking rice off of the plate mm. because it was so wonderful. They used this like, special rice that the chef put a lot of research and focus into. For me, I, mine was mushrooms. It, like it was this blend of mushrooms that I know, you know, the head chef has spent a lot of time crafting and mixing to get this perfect mm-hmm. blend. And the seaweed wrap around it, yeah. just as amazing. And if it was a huge plate of food, yeah. tying back into this old point, if the first course of this tasting menu was enormous, mm-hmm. it could not have been that good. Mm. Yeah, I do feel like the act of keeping you wanting something, Yes, yes. that itself is quite delicious. Yes, yes. Yeah. Thank you so much for Thank tuning you. in. Truly. Uh, Tune in next week. We'll be reviewing a different beverage. Do you want to review a different beverage? I would like to get something that's not from Morton Williams at all possible. I have like apple cider, uh, like hard hard apple cider from the farmer's market. Oh. Oh. Yeah, so like we don't even have to do wine. That sounds delicious, actually. Yeah, we can just review like... Sure. I can uh, pick something up next time. Because you picked up this wine this time. I can pick it up next time. Let's do that then. But next week, for sure. Tune in. (laughs) Peace. Peace. Try that again for, for dramatic effect. That's okay. All right. That's quite scrumptious. Yeah. Would you like some ketchup? I would love some. My friends, um, Dan and Una know this, but they were in my room in Shapiro, mm. and they were like... You just snitched on them like that. <laughs> I did. They were illegally in my room in Shapiro, uh-huh. and um, they saw these ketchup bottles. I had three of them <laughs> resting, on the, resting on the top shelf. And they found it really comedic. I didn't really find it that comedic. Three empty? Three full. <laughs> well, I mean, like, they contain, all of them contain some amount of ketchup to varying degrees. You were like, before this one's empty, 
Yeah. I'm gonna open another one. Yeah. I because th- the rate of ketchup alone this is not fast enough. <laughs> yeah, 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 I don't know. I, I don't know why. But I had three ketchups. And now, whenever I see a ketchup that's like out in the wild. You grab it? I grab it. So now I have five ketchups. What the hell is wrong with you? Five identical Heinz ketchups. You be stealing ketchups? Well, if it's out in the wild, you know. From small businesses? <laughs> no. Like the John Jay Dining Hall had ah. like a had like a spare ketchup just resting. You steal from the family restaurant John, <laughs> John Jay? Jay. You'd steal yeah. from Jonathan like that? Jonathan Jay, You'd the family owned restaurant. Yeah.